0: hi welcome back oh. oh my god you guys you like the sound of my voice in your ear what about when i make my voice a little low and slow like this Ooh girl someone be paying me some money for this i don't know what i'm doing with my life but call girl should be in the transcripts because girl i got it like that anyways welcome to rebel culture if you're aroused, it's okay. So am I. I'm auto or me-sexual. Whatever. I'm attracted to my damn self. I know I look good. Welcome to Revel Culture, though. In this episode, I am... Ooh. 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 I am super vulnerable. Like, vulnerable with you. I give you a personal story that I didn't really think I was going to talk about. You guys, I'm not going to lie. But it just needed to be discussed because of this subject, which is discerning fear versus intuition i haven't been able to separate what is fear versus intuition my entire life it is until recently that i like got hit with like it was a light it was one of those light bulb moments and i get these literally all the time and once i get it my whole life changes i literally like can switch i can do a complete 180 when i get these light bulb moments and this is one of them and it was just like i was pouring over this this thing that kept happening that was making me super anxious and the thing is if it's disrupting my peace you are out I nip it in the bud it's done like it's it's my peace is super important to me it is a wrap and the sinking feeling this gut feeling was constant for months and then I had this lipo moment and it was like this isn't intuition this isn't your gut this is fear so I faced it and I take you through how I faced it I take you through what it was I take you through what helped me and I'm you know I just share my personal experiences hoping that it helps somebody not knowing that it ever will but I hope that it does so here we are once again I'm sitting pantsless on my couch you are so welcome there's not a visual for you this time but um, visualize it you know do yourself a favor y'all I woke up on one today I <laughs> I am embodying Beyonce. Hey, now I'm twerking. Okay, moving forward. Somebody stop me. Okay. <laughs> I'm not drunk. Y'all, I'm completely sober. I'm not stoned. Like, nothing is in my system. I am completely sober right now. I am just lit. I am on one right now. Let me stop talking. Ugh. Woo. And buckle up, baby, because I am not getting, I get kind of vulnerable here. Let's get into episode three. This is Revel Culture. My name is Alicia Ravel. I am the girl who laughs in the face of danger and does what scares her anyway, no matter how nervous it might make me or how much overthinking I'm going to do afterwards. I am here to give you the big sis advice you guys always ask for. I am known for seeing the silver linings and cracking a smile on every single person's face that I know. I take pride in that. <laughs> Revel Culture is a space to explore new perspectives, to grow, to embrace yourself flaws and all, and most importantly, to laugh. So grab yourself a drink and let's revel in the highs and lows of life together. Okay, let me give you some background on myself. I was very sheltered as a kid. Went to private school. I remember the day my dad actually took the TV out of the house because it was like, quote, worldly. They were in an evangelistic Christian church at the time, you guys. You could not breathe without being told that you're going to hell, it was ridiculous. Um, there were certain books we could read, we always had to go to church on Sunday, couldn't see a lot of movies, couldn't listen to certain radio stations, it was very strict, very sheltered. So, sheltered by my parents, left their house at 19 and moved immediately, like went from my parents' house to my ex's apartment, like boom, one right after the other, and then stayed with him for eight years. So, I think I've said this before, but really what I was doing was prolonging this comfort zone of mine. When I tell you guys leaving him was absolutely hands down the hardest thing I ever did. Duh. It was terrifying. It absolutely scared me. I didn't see, like, when I tell you guys, I literally could not picture my future without him. I'm not saying that to be lovey-dovey. This is who I've spent the past decade of my life with, what the, I don't even know what it's gonna look like without him, but I had, I knew it was wrong, like I said before, I knew that I was settling, I knew I wasn't gonna be happy, and the what if was so strong, I was like, I don't care how scared I am, I'm going for it, but sheltered, okay, very sheltered, parents, relationship, whatever, now I'm newly single, So not only am I just new into the dating world, but I had never been on a dating app before. I'd never been on Tinder, never been on Hinge. I'd never used Instagram as a dating app, blah, 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 blah. The first guy that I really dated after my ex, it was the first time in my life I'd ever experienced love bombing, super massive manipulation, gaslighting. Oh my God, that was nuts. I did not listen to the red flags. I didn't trust myself yet, okay, the way that I do now. I look back and I'm just like, of course I believed him. I I'd never experienced anything like that before and I'm very trusting. I thought, oh, he just has trust issues. Okay, I have no problem proving to him that I'm gonna be trustworthy. Like, his heart is safe with me. The whole time, he was just (laughs) using and abusing my trust. He was cheating the entire time with multiple women and blatantly lying to my face about it. It was so bad, but after that experience, I was like, never again. If I ever get an intuition that tells me this is not correct again, I'm done. I do not care what the person says. I will not hear them out. I'm done. And then another thing, if this person disrupts my peace, I'm done. I'm super protective of my peace because of, What I like where I am in life. I know what makes me happy and I am always in the pursuit of that because it's about damn time. Like, I am 30. (laughs) I am in my third decade of living. It is about time that I live my life with the happiness and joy and love that I deserve. And if someone is in it that is disrupting it, I promise you there is no hard feelings, but you're out. You're out and I will not think about you again. So, jumping forward into this relationship with Quincy. Ugh, my favorite. I thought, I'm good. I'm ready, and then all of a sudden, there'd be nagging thoughts at the back of my mind. It was insecurity that I didn't realize would even be there. I remember talking to my best friend, Lily. I was like, I did not realize the amount of healing I still had yet to do. There would just be random thoughts. Like, okay, you know how I have a friend who suffers from anxiety, and she has random thoughts that someone that she knows is gonna die at any time. When I'm in a relationship, I have random thoughts that I'm about to be cheated on at any time. I have a random thought that he says this, oh, he must mean this horrible negative thing, instead of, remembering who quincy is I, like i spent months getting to know him right i know what he means but all of a sudden now that we've crossed that line and we're dating this nagging fear is in the back of my head i'm talking little things so the narc for example that i dated last year would go to the bathroom every time we were together every time and spend 20 30 minutes in there on his phone and always say like oh my stomach hurts right he'd say he like he has ibs what he was really doing was on snapchat on Instagram, replying back to all the girls that he was cheating on me with. So like, I'd be with Quincy, everything would be fine. We'd have like movie night. He'd get up, go to the bathroom and take his phone, cue the onslaught of fear, insecurity, doubts, just like all these negative thoughts, like, oh my God, what is he doing in there? I gotta go check. Like it would be consuming. And it didn't help that in the beginning of the relationship, There was someone catfishing him on tinder which was maybe hot tea for you guys but y'all let me just say this really hurt me um it took a while because of all this insecurity that i was i didn't even realize i still had from all the bullshit that i've been through before it took this catfish on tinder for me to realize that this intuition i thought i was having was actually fear and so i'm kind of thankful for that entire situation because it made us stronger but you guys like it would be Maybe six weeks a piece and then all of a sudden one of you guys and y'all might be listening to this would pop up in my DMs and I appreciate y'all so much. I really appreciate you guys for just being on the lookout. I feel like we got—we are legit friends for this so thank you. I'm not bashing you guys at all whatsoever. But, you know, but some of these DMs would be from fake spam accounts and... If you are a follower and you see something, whatever, that bothers you, please come at me with your personal account. If it's from a spam account, I'm going to lose, like, 70% of me believing it, okay? It's just, it is what it is. Like, I appreciate you guys coming forward, so you don't need to hide behind a fake account, okay? But it'd be, like, every six weeks or four four to six weeks, someone would be in my DMs to be like, hey, I just matched with your boy on Tinder. Like, first of all, who phrases it like that? Then <laughs> that's from a spam account. And... I'd be like, okay, send me pictures or do you have proof? Like, I was gaslit before, so I'm gonna need some evidence. I'm not just gonna. And there would be a few times where I'd get screenshots. One of them was a verified account. Ooh, when I tell you, I was like, Quincy, what is this? He was laughing because he's like, you, I've never seen you mad before. And I'm like, no, it's not funny. Your life is actually on the line, fam. Like, it's not funny. But we figured out what it was. It's his old phone that he uses to shoot content, turned it on. The app was still on there because he deleted it months several months ago at this point (laughs) and I'm like, why are you matching with my followers here in Dallas? Yeah, like, you don't think they're gonna tell me? But his life may or may not, okay, hypothetically have been in danger and that is the legal thing that I'm gonna drop. If you're a real one, you know what I mean. Anyways, and I had a moment where he was like, I promise you, Alicia, this is not me and I had to choose to trust him, but that rocked me. Like here I am building the trust in him and it gets shaken and then it happens again but this time it really was a fake account Um, it was a completely different account and it wasn't his account I could just tell and it gets shaken again and I had this moment where I'm like okay Alicia you said to yourself if it disrupts your peace you're gonna let it go and here I am completely anxious crying over the thought of breaking up with him because I don't want to lose this guy but at the end of the day, if you're on Tinder, yes, I will lose you. Bye. Like, are you kidding? Goodbye. Good day to you, sir. (laughs) So, you know, but of course it's still going to hurt. Okay. So I'm crying about it. And I'm just, I'm like, this is, he's disrupting your peace. It's time to let him go. Right. And the fear was, even though I knew it wasn't his account, even though I knew it was another, yet another catfish account, even though I knew if I ended it with this dude, I would actually be in the wrong because he is innocent this time. The fact of the matter is, it was disrupting my peace and shaking my trust in him and causing my fear and anxiety and doubt to increase so much that I would correctly say I would be happier if I was single. So let's talk about the fear. The fear is like, what if it really is him? What if he just has this... You know like y'all know my ex was addicted to porn and when I say addicted he could not stop. He could not stop He would try to and it would be right back within like a couple weeks. It would just be really bad So, you know, I have in my brain in the back of my mind that maybe he's addicted to it And maybe he can't stop and maybe this is the red flag that You know not that I've been looking for but this is a red flag that you shouldn't ignore that type of thing So I have literally every doubt you could think of Bombarding me. I am on the floor crying I'm like, I can't do this. I literally can't do this. Like I actually can't do this. Um, I'm gonna have to let him go. And it was like, is this fear speaking? Cause I didn't really know. To me, I thought it was intuition. I'm sitting here like spending months with this gut-wrenching thought. Like, what if he's cheating? Or what if he is on Tinder? Or what if he's talking to other girls online? Or what if, I don't know, like anything. This, this constant feeling in my stomach and that can be there so long you guys that it you get used to it you don't even realize that it's a fear that's what I did I didn't even realize it was a fear I really dead-ass thought this was my intuition telling you like hey you know especially because you hear people say all the time if you can't stop thinking about it it's trying to tell you something I had this thought when all of this is going down in my brain It made me pause. I really think this was God. I really think this was the Holy Spirit saying, is this fear or is this intuition? So I went online and I'm like, the fuck is the difference? Because because it feels like intuition, baby. And I have no problem (laughs) listening to her. I've learned throughout all the damage that I've been through in my life to trust my gut. Girl, when I tell you, the internet has some things to say to me. So this TikTok actually popped. Was it a TikTok? I was like, oh no, it was on YouTube. It was literally like 13 seconds though. And I don't know, maybe you can find it. But this lady was like, the difference between fears and intuition is when you work through the fear, the intuition is still there. So I was like, okay, let me sit through this fear. Let me power through it. Let's flashcard this shit, right? And I was like, I'm worried that he could be cheating on me. Okay, well, this isn't his account. So you know that it, this is not it. But I'm still worried that he's cheating. Okay, but that's a, just a fear. At the end of the day, that's just a fear. There is no solid proof that he has cheated or has ever cheated. If indeed this man is actually cheating on me, we're gonna give him an Oscar and then give him a grave. Okay, listen, legally I didn't actually say that. I didn't mean it. <clears throat> give him an Oscar though, because damn, you did you did the damn thing, boo-boo. Like, wow, you really tricked me. <laughs> but every single time it's been proven false. So. I worked through that, and I was like, I actually have no reason not to trust him. I'm just afraid to. Boom, fear. Took that away, and at the end of it, the intuition was telling me, this man is trustworthy. You know you can trust him. You know who he is. He also spends 90% of his free time with you, and if it's not with you, he's on Twitch playing little video games, which I have never minded. Okay, so besides that one video, like that one video helped me But there's an article on Forbes.com that I'm going to sit here and like read the key points with you because this is the difference between fear and intuition. And this is going to help you discern the two. Are you ready for this? And this is literally so true. Like When I read this to you guys, you're going to be like, oh my God, this is so accurate. This is Forbes.com, fear versus intuition, okay? Here's how to discern between intuition and fear. When fear shows up, it tends to feel like pushing energy, as if you want to avoid disappointment or ridicule or disapproval. Your motivation is to avoid punishment. So for me, it was to avoid being hurt, yet again, Um, and maybe embarrassment. But I'm sorry. If you cheat on me, you're the one who needs to be embarrassed, so I don't really feel embarrassed by that. Anyways. (laughs) to but also there is the physical response to fear literally it's kind of like a like your body will do trauma things like you'll start to shake or something like that it's a nervous energy Uh, fear tends to feel like high speed unsettled energy it's not uncommon to experience tenseness as if your muscles are gripping or like pacing or just worried like you that's what fear looks like and that's literally what I have been doing for the past few months just not realizing that That's what it was, okay? With fear, your mental dialogue tends to be dominated by harsh, critical thoughts. Oh my God. (laughs) Literally me. Your inner critic speaks very loudly and it's dominating and it's dramatic. Like, for me, I'm picturing the absolute worst scenario. It encourages you to hide, to hold back, to conform, or otherwise compromise yourself and minimize your needs. Hide is big. It was encouraging me to just be alone because trust me, nobody can hurt me if I'm alone, obviously. I'm safe. (laughs) I'm happy here. But without Quincy, I would literally be missing out on the best relationship I've ever been in. Like the feeling of safety that I have when it's just me, when I don't have to worry about anyone, when I don't have to be vulnerable with anybody, that's safety, that's a little bit of peace, yeah, whatever. But it's never felt like Elation. (laughs) Joy and peace feels so much better when you're able to share it with somebody. And being solo, no matter how safe it is, is not living my life to its ultimate purpose. It's not living my life to its completion. I don't know if that's the same for you, but it's definitely it for me. I like staying in my comfort zone and in my protective bubble holds me back. And I, again, the what-if is stronger. Like, what? I don't want to live my life safe. I don't want to look back and be like, ugh, at least I was safe. Life is meant to be fully experienced. It's meant to be just dove in right into, like, balls to the walls, like, cares thrown in the wind. What is that, like, whatever wind, I don't know, metaphor. It's meant to be lived and experienced. And unfortunately, because we're humans, that means you're also gonna get hurt. And that means you're gonna get hurt super deeply, especially if you're leaning into vulnerability. Brene Brown, who is the author of The Power of Vulnerability, I encourage you guys to read that book, or Daring Greatly, my girl. She, ooh, she's a Houston girl. Yes, she's a hot girl, I don't care what she says. I absolutely love her. I might just bring her little ass on this podcast. But she sets this scene where this family is driving in the car on the way to the grand- grandparents house for Christmas and jingle bells come on and the kids in the back seat start singing jingle bells and it's really beautiful for once the brother and sister are getting along and they're it's just really nice and the mom looks back and she looks at her kids with such love and she's just like Ugh. and then she looks at her husband and he looks at her and they smile at each other and then they start singing jingle bells and it's just this beautiful wholesome moment And then what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. An 18-wheeler is going to hit the family. Everyone dies. Like, you wait for the shoe to drop. And so, Brene Brown speaks about... Let me put some respect on her name. Dr. Yeah. Dr. Brene Brown speaks on leaning into vulnerability and just fully enjoying that moment without holding back because of the fear that something horrible is about to happen. And when I tell you applying that mindset and mentality into my own life and leaning i have experienced joy in such a pure form (laughs) it's beautiful and now i have all like recently i've got so many core incredible memories with quincy that i'll never forget this has truly been the best and the healthiest relationship i have been in and in part because I lean into this vulnerability and it's, it's really beautiful. So anyways, let me get right back on track. That was a little side tangent. That was, we were talking about fear and what that feels like, like the actual physical effect it has on your body and then what it mentally does. Your inner critic is yelling at you, et cetera. Intuition on the other hand, tends to feel like pulling energy. It feels like you're being drawn towards your best interest, even if it requires you to take a risk. There's hope and maybe even underlying excitement. your body intuition feels like a calm inner knowing honey when i pushed through that fear of is quincy on tinder cheating on me the intuition on the other side of that was so calm it was just this peaceful understanding and complete trust that i can trust him i had like no doubts. it was completely calming and i was like well damn (laughs) And that's when I realized that this entire time, this gut-wrenching feeling that won't go away, that is telling me these are red flags. These are red flags, Alicia, (laughs) was just fear. It wasn't my intuition. So let's continue with the definition of intuition real quick. It's relaxed, it's characterized by trust. Like I said, that's what it was for me. Knowing, ooh, I love this part. Knowing that if something doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. It's much more growth-oriented in your body. It feels like a sense of expansion and openness. While fear's voice is critical, intuition's is encouraging and a reflection of deeper wisdom. Intuition encourages you to shine, move at your own pace, pursue what you need, even if it's different from what the majority would choose. Ooh, that part is so key. Like, I actually didn't tell a lot of my friends that story. I've... Oh my god, you guys know that story now but when it was happening I only told one person it was my best friend Lily and then afterwards I told one other person Paige how you doing baby so just two people but while it was happening I only told my best friend I only confided in her and that's because I know damn well like I'm grown okay I've been through this you can't confide everything to everyone because their own opinions are gonna reflect and really just harp on your relationship. I'm sure you guys know that by now, but there are certain things, like even this, and this is a big thing, you guys. Like, that's a big thing. Someone in my DMs being like, yo, I just matched with your boy on Tinder. but Bo- Excuse me, that's huge! So many people would be like, uh-uh, you're done, you're done, break up with him. Absolutely not, they wouldn't actually Encourage me to push through this fear. And then of course they would look at him with like this this distaste like it would just It's just toxic to do that. So pushing through this for months getting to this point and working through my fear and intuition What I realized was this it was this piece It was like, you know what if this dude is legit cheating it will honey The truth always comes out and karma is a bitch and we love to see it. Okay? (laughs) She may take her time But she always comes through and so at the end of the day I'm still good. (laughs) I'm still good. I was good before him. I'm great with him. I'm gonna be better after him. Look at my track record. Did I stutter? No, and same with you. Okay, so yeah, let me wrap this up. By the way, there's another segment on this Forbes.com article on fear versus intuition. You could just put that into Google. This should pop up. It says how to listen to your intuition and you can practice that. This fear versus intuition, like when I was going through it, I was like, this is a podcast. Because I can't be the only one who just chokes on the fear formed from all the trauma that we've been through. Um, And if you want an update on Quincy and I, we are really great. Like, (sighs) really? (laughs) The whole catfish situation. Like, what in the actual fuck, you guys? I love you guys because I already know that this has riled you. The followers that did match with him are like, I can't believe someone is out here doing this to you. And I'm like, girl, I I can't either because... Where the fuck do you find the time? <laughs> Bro, but also I really can't help but be super grateful because God works in mysterious ways, alright? And you know I'm a Christian over here. He knows exactly what I needed to wake me up. And what it was is my choking fear of cheating that kept me from fully diving in to this enjoying falling frequency. So he knew exactly what I needed and at the end of the day he used this catfish to make us even stronger, to make me even stronger as a person, to make me even stronger as a partner, and to get over my fear of being cheated on. So, yeah, I'm hella grateful. (laughs) Isn't it funny how karma works like that? It's just, I love it. Like, I really love it. Like, Like, I actually encourage people to not be putty because of shit like this. And this situation has completely thickened my skin. Like, God really uses all of the stuff that I go through for my good and it's beautiful and i'm so grateful thank you jesus keep doing you boo boo i love to see it i hate to go through it (laughs) but we love to see it on the other side okay love you mean it (laughs) i'm excited to see where our relationship goes this relationship has been so good for me like healing wise within myself and then also just being able to experience that there are positive relationships out there that are literally not toxic That can be with your best friend and your best partner that are filled with laughs and joy and making wonderful memories and peace. Like, peace? I don't think I've ever had a relationship filled with this much peace. Y'all, it's not, but it exists. I feel so sentimental. Oh, drink. (laughs) So, yeah, I am very happy. You guys, life is really good. And I'm here to just encourage you. Separate the fear versus the intuition, lean into that vulnerability and enjoy the life that you're meant to have. And that's a life filled with true blissful happiness, joy, peace, serenity, excitement. Don't worry about anyone else. Don't worry about what other people think. Separate the fear and follow your intuition. Don't let the haters get to you. You are hella beautiful inside and out. You are better than any kind of judgment or opinion that's placed on you. Baby girl, you are meant to shine. You are meant to thrive and I am on your side, rooting for you. I'm going to sign off. I actually have a super exciting weekend and kind of want to vlog it because it's a secret. It's a complete secret. I literally am not even gonna risk saying anything on this podcast at all whatsoever, but it's something that I have been working on literally for a month. I have never put so much planning and effort into something like this in my life. This is literally a first for me, and I tell you, the anxiety is crazy. I just want it to be over with. Not really, but kind of (laughs) So I think I am gonna vlog it just so that I can share these ups and these downs of these emotions with you guys. And then um, if you wanna know what it is, you will know this Sunday. I'm just gonna say Sunday. And when you know, you'll know why I said Sunday. So go follow me on Instagram. That's where you will be the first to know. Um, it's Alicia Ravel, but you know how to spell my name. i me to do it for you, boo. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um, I got to go work on that. Ooh, every time I think about it, I get anxiety. And I'm telling – I'm not an anxious person, so it feels like trash. I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> I can't live like this. Literally. Anyways. Um, but, yeah, I got to go – Shut the hell up. Wrap up this podcast and get to work. So again, I love you guys so freaking much. Thank you guys for joining me. See you in the next podcast. (laughs) Bye.